0: Hello, this is Chuck Solomon, and welcome to the Candidate Experience Podcast, where we focus on the job candidate journey from apply to onboard and the space in between. Let's get started. You care about the candidate experience. But have you ever wondered exactly how to bring your company to that next level and offer a world-class experience to your candidates? It's not easy. Fortunately, Candidate.FYI can help. Their solution guides candidates through your hiring journey, enhancing transparency and communication at every touch point. You'll also gain valuable insights on what's working and what's not with your hiring process. Best of all, it integrates directly with your ATS. Head on over to Candidate.FYI and see how to transform your company's candidate experience today. Welcome to the Harmonizing is the Name of the Game episode, where Brandy Patterson, HR manager with a major Texas health system, is my special guest. Listen closely to the insights she shares on how process improvements through harmonization, standardization, and simplification can enhance the candidate experience. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please subscribe and do share with others. Want to comment, discuss, or provide feedback, you can send me a note via LinkedIn or via the contact form on our site, www.thecx.xyz.com. Thanks for listening, and here's my interview. Hey, Brandy, how are you today?
1: I'm good, thank you.
0: Awesome. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. Brandy has great experience as a manager at a large uh, hospital system in Texas, and I think um, my listeners will really enjoy what you have to say. Brandy, to start off, can you tell us a little bit about sort of how you got into this whole HR field?
1: So, um, yeah. You know, I, it really wasn't a planned route. It was <laughs> something where this was this really turned out to be my second career. I started out right out of college in education and um, explored that for about fifteen years, and um, started working on my master's and. On a whim, I just knew that I wanted to do human resources. No idea why. <laughs> but, um, have, um, but have really ended up loving the field and, um, have really grown as a, as a person and as a professional. And, um, it's been very exciting.
0: Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, I think we all come to this field um, in different pathways. So, I think I love hearing about how people come to the to the field and stuff. So, um, thanks for sharing that. Um, we're recording this. It's the end of April 29, uh, 2020. Excuse me. Wish it was 2019, maybe. Um, we're all in the midst of this uh, current pandemic and stuff. So, um and we're recording this remotely so um we're definitely 6 feet apart so i'll i'll leave it to you i mean i'd love to hear a challenge that your organization is experienced and and within some aspect of the can experience and what you did about it and i'll leave it to you whether you want to talk about you know the current um health situation that we're in right now or 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 you can imagine what life would be <laughs> if we didn't have this so I'll leave it to you.
1: So I, you know, I think that I think that the biggest challenge that a that a company has that maybe a lot of times is not something that we tend to look at because it uh, we we tend to look at more of the sort of the the bigger, shinier objects is from a foundational stamp. Um, the the element of the job description and how that feeds into everything that we do with. Um, you know, whether it is the actual posting of the job, um, to bringing the candidate in and what is and isn't required for the role to the career pathway that we set for our, our candidates once they, once they become employees. Um, so that, that I would say is probably the biggest challenge, um, that, that I, that our organization um has faced when it comes to that because what we see is a lot of inaccuracies right we see sure. um we see inconsistencies in all areas of the process and um and so really streamlining your job descriptions and really getting those to a good place i think that's a huge foundational element that that can really feed into um an organization's success
0: yeah I totally agree um <laughs> here's a, a question for you. Um, are, are bullet points great? Not great? How many bullet points are too many? Too little? Do you have a magic number uh, there?
1: <laughs> yeah, good call out. You know, I think one of the one of the big things that we've done is we've taken a step back and looked at this from really a process perspective. And when you look at it from a process perspective, what you can see is that Standardization is really key because it's really not about a lot of times we think it's about a particular role, but really, if you take a step back and you zoom out, you can see that there are things like, um, for example, essential functions, the caveat as, that we all love, which is and other duties as required.
0: Right. <laughs> you
1: know, you that's know, having re- isn't right. that.
0: Re- that's required, right? That's required to yeah. have a very job description
1: yeah, it is, but having like that same legal statement like right now, um, and and I say right now, but pre the project that we've been working on, um, if you were to go into job descriptions um, before they were harmonized, you're gonna see different types of statements all saying the same thing. So you know, really having that standardization across your system and everything from the way that you title a role, to the way that you um, to wait to the way that you input your essential functions to looking at the way knowledge and skills are tapped out to even the minimum qualifications because you know we, we look at it all upstream like this is the job description but then when you paint it from the downstream impact you can see that if you're for example if you have a minimum qualification that is in the knowledge and skills then that's not going to feed over to your compliance department who is Checking the candidates before they come on, um, so you're, you really have to have a streamlined process to make sure that all of your pieces are where they should be when it comes to uh, when it comes to a job description.
0: I think I heard you say, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think I heard you say harmonizing job descriptions.
1: Yeah, you know that's really the name of the game. Um, one of the things that we've been working on this year is. From a harmonization and consolidation standpoint, looking at roles that we have, that where there may be um, it, it may be a role, a mirror role to something else in the system by another name, um, and really look at those roles and um, and and create a, a a more positive experience. Really, right where your hiring managers when they go into um, post a role, they don't. They're not looking at fifty jobs that have the same name they're looking at one job <laughs> so um, and and I, I really think that that helps the experience not only for the hiring managers but from a recruiting stance as well right when you're looking at everything from sourcing to um, bringing in the candidates to, um, to to just looking at all of the pieces of the recruiting process I think that if you're able to really have that streamlined experience where the candidate has clear expectations of what they know is about, what they know the role is about, um, the titling of the role, all of those pieces that really, that really provides clarity throughout the entire process.
0: I totally agree with that. Um, I think, um, and I read a lot of job descriptions um, in my day to day, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm amazed at at like I've and after reading lots of job descriptions, like thousands probably in my career, um, it it really t- takes me back when I see. You know, I've read this twice, and I still don't don't understand what they're looking for. <laughs> um, and maybe yeah. that's the, maybe that's the case. Maybe that's the case that the organization doesn't know what they're looking for. So, um, but I totally agree from a candidate experience. If 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 you can lay out in writing what you're looking for, and someone can read that and clearly identify what are what what an organization is looking for. Um, that does improve the candidate experience.
1: yeah, you know, I think it I think another important point to this is that it has to start at the highest level. so when we sure. when we looked at standardizing job descriptions, what we did was we looked at it from a template stance. So what should um, we from it, looking at the job description project itself, we had sort of what we call this phase one, which is um which is sort of getting the what should the framework look like? And um and what should a job description look like? And so that was that was approved during phase one. And so really during this phase two, we've been able to implement those pieces. And as we are as a small team that works to that that their niche area is really writing job descriptions. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is they go through and they really look at those job descriptions and build it to that standardized format. But then they're also able to talk to you you know, the managers, the people in the roles to understand what do these jobs really do? And so to your point, we're able to really provide clarity and look at it and go, wait a second, you know, this job, this this function doesn't really fit in with these others. And also, you know, I mean, we have some roles that when we started, we had, you know, 40 essential functions from things that had kind of been layered on throughout time that I think is a common thing that most organizations will find. Um, and And we've been able to sort of, with this template and with this standardized process, be able to shrink those down and um, and really bring clarity to what's expected of not only the candidate, but when the hiring manager the hiring manager can then articulate what is expected of that candidate.
0: right. i I think I heard you said forty essential functions. I think we all can agree that forty bullet points is um is a bit much
1: yeah, we go
0: with we go with eight to ten. <laughs> <laughs> eight to ten sounds a lot more manageable, uh, readable, um clear. Um, I liked um what I heard you say about um, talking to your hiring managers to make sure that those forty, for example, essential functions are actual. Essential functions. So, um, good for you guys for for going in and actually talking to the managers about that. I'm sure they appreciate that as well.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's really it, to be uh, to be frank, it's really been a challenging process as well. Because when sure. you're looking at a system and you're looking at, um, you know, we have we have right around the way of forty seven thousand employees. So, you're looking at where a lot of those roles. They're crossed over between many different um, departments and types and leader levels and um, and really different types of settings. And so, what we've done is we've come up with a process where we've brought in those um, key stakeholders, those operational um, leaders are um, are recruiting um, leadership and our business services team. And we all come together along with our job description team and talk about, okay, how can we really make this role what it needs to be? And, um, and then, you know, really work through that process. Um, and, and again, it's really about standardization, whether it's about the way that we work through that process or whether it's about the, the in job description that we come
0: to. Sure. Good stuff. Um I wanted to see I, I know that that your team is working on, you know, having to deal with what's going on currently with the current health crisis um but I mean do you have anything else planned in 2020 or 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 in the planning stages um to improve candidate experience other than the harmonizing job descriptions?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, um, I think from what, what we have going on from a 2020 stance is we're really looking at, um, processes in general, I would say that, um, that are overarching HR. And when you, when you, um, again, you know, a lot of this is, you know, when you look at direct impact to the candidate versus indirect candidate, indirect impact, Sure. through the candidate and all of the different activities that take place. I think that what you find is that there are huge things happening um, from a standardization piece of the internal processes and finding those efficiencies and understand ways that we can do things that maybe virtually that we didn't think of before um, and, and ways that we can really be innovative in our approach that maybe before we, we were just able to, you know, we, we were able to have that luxury of that face-to-face, um, right. and so now it's really sort of adapting to our new environment and, and, and thinking outside the box in how, and how our processes should look, and so I would say for um, 2020 perspective, that's really what we're looking at is that how do we build ourselves to, to be scalable for any kind of circumstance, including a pandemic.
0: Right um i uh, i keep hearing over and over that um well for one we're all, we're going to get through this and that a lot of companies and organizations are sort of rethinking you know how, how they've done things and they are having to be innovative and creative and come up with new things and that that there is likely to be a whole new business processes the way we do business and stuff just as a result of this and all good all for the better um, so, um, tell me, uh, is there one tip that you'd have for others, um, in human resources? I know no one has any budget for anything, but <laughs> is there any, any tip that you'd have, uh, for an organization to improve its candidate experience, especially on a low budget or no budget? Yeah. You know,
1: I think, I think the biggest thing, and I, I know that I I sound a little bit like a broken record on this, and it's okay. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> but the biggest thing that I think that you can do that is really is really something that um, provides the I, I think the efficiencies and the savings that we're we're all striving for right now, along with that positive experience and a more seamless a more seamless experience, whether it is from the um, you know, I, I work a lot in the back end of things. And so whether it's from the back end operation um teams or whether it's for that front end candidate experience is sort of the output of what that back end is doing. Um,
0: right. and
1: and I would say that is standardization, having having processes that that you can build that everyone buys into and your entire team. From an end to end perspective, from the time that that first request is created all the way until that request is completed, looking at what that experience looks like from the front end, from the, the end user to the back end um, through the way that it flows through the system, you know, I mean, how many handoffs are in that process? Um, How much time does the process take from an end-to-end perspective? Are there any bottlenecks in the process? Is there an opportunity to go from where a lot of times we think of things from a step-by-step perspective to more of an iterative concept where you're able to do, you know, uh, several teams at once can have the same material and be updating that information. Um so I, I would say I would say that overarching is the biggest opportunity and it really doesn't cost anything. Sure. You know, I mean when you look when you take a step back and you look at it, um there are sometimes you know from a technology perspective that enhancements are required, but um I can tell you there's there is more that um if I go back and I look at process improvements that we've achieved, I would say that, that the achievements come more from the business process and the technology really just sort of supports whatever business process we put in place. So I would say standardization is really the, the biggest win for any company at this point in time and, and really regardless of, um, of where we are in our culture and and <laughs> our
0: circumstances. Sure. Um, I I would totally agree. Standardization um, and just having great systems that work well across your business is important in a, during a pandemic or when we're not in a pandemic. So um, I, I totally agree. Well, Brandy, I appreciate your time today, and I hope um, you're staying um, safe and healthy. And um, maybe we can talk uh, again on a future episode. Um, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how how could they do so?
1: Yeah, you know, um, thank you, Chuck. First off, this is this has sure. been a lot of fun. I've not done a podcast before. I've I've spoken at some conferences before, but this was my first podcast and um, I'm I'm anxious <laughs> to see how I sound. Um, I think you sound but, great. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let listeners um, put comments in the in after I post it and stuff, so they can leave.
1: comments. <laughs> you sound great. But but I'll tell you, you know, if anyone um, would love to get would like to connect, I would love that. Um, and, um, I think LinkedIn is probably the easiest way to find me. Um, and you know, it's Brandy Patterson and, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what else we need, but <laughs> that's me.
0: Thanks, Brandy. Have a great day.
1: Hey, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Candidate Experience podcast. You can reach out to us via our website, V C X dot XYZ That's T H E C X .X dot XYZ